Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Show, where we talk about all components of business and how to utilize them for exponential growth. My name is Ethan Cassiotis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, international speaker, results strategist, business coach, mentor, and consultant. Today, I have an awesome guest. She is a community builder, boss lady, serial entrepreneur, and speaker. She knows how to pivot and create opportunities in business and property to ensure it is a win-win situation for everyone. Welcome, Jennifer Green, and thank you for being on my show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Ethan. I'm really looking forward to this today. Yeah, awesome. So awesome to have you here. And I'm sure it's going to be an amazing show for all of our listeners. So, you know, you're a very successful entrepreneur. So for those people who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself by telling us about you and your journey. Well, I'd have to say, I think everybody has a story, right? And everybody starts out with a story of how they got to where they are. And I don't necessarily need to go into details about it because again, it doesn't matter what the story it is, depends on what you do with it. And so more or less three years ago or so, my husband, Dan, and I needed a change. Um, he had gotten laid off from his job that he was at for 16 years or so. And I was with our kids at home. They were all, you know, both really small. And I decided to take a little time off. And it just sort of hit us that it was like, you know what? We're done with having other people tell us what we're worth. This is something that we need to create for ourselves. If we want to create a legacy and wealth building, you know, for our children and our children's children and so on, generational wealth, more or less, that we had to take that into our own hands and build that. And so that's really what we've been focusing on the last three years. And it's been through, it's been through real estate and other business ventures um, and networking and different people that we've met to, to really more or less get to where we are today. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. And I really, um, yeah, connect with, with that story there of, um, you know, making it better for, for our kids and for our generations and things like that. I think um, we all want to give um, the people, our family, um, the best possible chance. And um, I think our parents, aimed to do that for us as well. Um, and we all, um, you know, do it with the best information that we have. And I think each generation um, gets a little bit better as well. So um, it's awesome to hear that um, you guys made that change. And I'm sure you're, you're going to really, um, you know, make that happen and, and, and really create that for yourselves as well. And, um, and I guess, you know, it has been a very interesting year for everybody, right? Uh, the, the whole pandemic and everything like that. And, um, you know, pivoting, you know, has been really necessary, right? Because there's been a lot of changes um, with that, um, you know, for many businesses. So, um, you know, how important is it for, for businesses to pivot in general, especially during these uncertain times? It's everything. Because if you're behind the curve, you're not going to make it. You know, and I, unfortunately, I think we've seen so many businesses close their doors because they weren't necessarily proactive about keeping their business alive. It was more reactionary and they were sort of, like I said, behind that curve. And I know for me, as soon as this happened, you know, I reached out to my coaches immediately and I said, look, this is what's happening. I need to turn this around. I need to do this. I need to do this. And we set up a plan to really make sure that we were going to be successful because I said, I'm coming out of this. I'm not. I'm not going to be left by the wayside. And that's what I've seen, not, not only, you know, locally, but globally. I mean, there's so many places that are closing, you know, especially, you know, restaurants and hospitality-based services. And, you know, we have to be creative in the way that we're going to move with the economy. And yes, this is something that happened and nobody could have controlled it. 
But the thing is, is that things like this have happened over the centuries, right? There's always been something big that's happened where we've had to pivot. And we have to sit there and think about how many big ideas and companies came out of downtimes, right? I mean, Netflix, Airbnb, Facebook, all of these big groups, you know, and big companies came out of downtimes. And so we need to be part of that. And that's what I wanted to be part of. Hence the reason I was proactive about, you know, when this pandemic started that we had to change things. Yeah, I really love that. Um, so important pivoting. And, and and I think another point you touched on was about opportunities, right? It's like, it's how you look at the situation um, in that. And, um, and I guess, you know, what, what, you know, who can you reach out to as well to help and, um, you know, different industries, there's a lot of different factors, but, but there's always ways to do things. Um, and it's that, that mindset, I guess, like, you know, like you were touching on in your story and things like that as well is that, um, you know, I'm going to make it happen in these times. It's not like, oh, I can't open my restaurant. So I'm just going to close down and go into a corner. It's okay. What do I need to do? Is it, is it takeout businesses? Is it, do I go into a different business? There's, there's always different ways of doing it. So um, I guess for you, how have you pivoted um, this year in, in what you've changed? I think one of the biggest things is uh, the networking piece of it. I mean, I, I have literally been on zoom um, a lot, you know, um, because like I said, we were shut down here quite a bit. Um, we were, you know, real estate was deemed an essential business. And so I still would go out and appointments and do those things. But I spent a lot of my time based on, you know, what coaches had said to me too, was reach out to new people, you know, send out messages to people every day that you don't know, see how you can work with each other, see how you can create business together. Because in these times, I think as individuals, you know, we sit there and say, oh my gosh, I'm so alone. How am I going to figure this out on my own? We don't have to do it alone. And I think that's the point of the networking piece is that you open up your mind to the opportunities that are there. And even if it's not necessarily in, you know, your strict business of what you're looking at, you have to look beyond that because creating those separate streams of income and multiple streams of income is what's going to keep people alive through these times. If that's one thing I've learned, you know, especially through coaching with JT is that you have to look beyond, you know, what your principal, um, you know, company or, or business plan is, right? We have to look beyond that. And I think for me back, you know, in 2008, I had made the mistake of having a lot of the, all my eggs in one basket, more or less. And so it was like, I lost half of what I had at that time. And then too, it's like, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. This makes absolutely no sense. And so now what I've sort of done is I've diversified not only businesses that I'm involved in, but different investments and different times of when those things are going to, you know, close out. Like some of the things are three months and we'll get paid. Some are six, some are five years, some is one year. I mean, all of those things of different timelines of investments that we've made that if, you know, if for some reason, you know, the stock market here falls again, right. And I've only got maybe let's say 15% of, you know, my net worth more or less invested in that. then I don't really care because I have, you know, the other, you know, 85% of what I'm doing, that's creating money. And so I, and wealth. And so those things I don't necessarily have to worry about. And so this time, you know, when our stock market crashed here, you know, with COVID, I was like, okay, well, then that's not really doing so great today. And maybe I'll play the market some and short it or, you know, different kinds of ideas of what you can do in order to stay on top of those things and open up your mind to the opportunities that are there create those networks, create those business relationships, again, make it mutual. Like I'm reaching out to you because, you know, we're looking for, you know, A, B, and C, 
you know, what is it that I can do to create something for you that's going to be beneficial? And that's really what I've done in a lot of those sides of business is reaching out to people that I feel like we would be able to benefit. And then they'd also be able to benefit from us as well. I, that's just, that's, that's, that's what, that's what it's been about. And the thing is, is that it took, you know, I probably focused on that for the first six, seven months, you know, of the pandemic that we're in. And now it's sort of starting to come around where we're starting to see results from that because we were also consistent. You know, I mean, I think that's the other part that people think like, yeah, well, I reached out to this person and they didn't get back to me. Well, they're busy. Reach out to them again and then reach out to them again and again and again. I mean, be persistent. And that's one thing I think that people have always told me is like, they're, you're really persistent. And I was like, thanks. I'm going to take that as a compliment because if you don't follow up, I mean, the key is in the follow-up. If we don't do that, well, then you're going to sit there and say it doesn't work. Right. But take advantage of what's in front of you, create a schedule for yourself. It doesn't necessarily have to be you doing it, but have somebody else do it and make sure that you're consistent in that follow-up. Yeah. Uh, so, so many amazing points. I clearly agree with that. And, you know, the hedge and diversification piece is, is so important for people these days. It's no longer, um, you know, you know, obviously there's the original people that work for a job. If you've got a business, it's not just, I have one business and one product. It's like, how can I do multiple products or services, you know, in my business? How can I, you know, have other multiple businesses, you know, maybe it's um, sharing our knowledge, right. Of certain things that we do as a, as a simple one. How can I invest in things? Um, like you said, obviously properties, you know, more of a, a sure bet, you know, um, things like that, that can appreciate or do short-term things. Otherwise even businesses now, um, like you said, there's a lot of businesses that, um, you know, have come out in these downtimes. So there's going to be ways of businesses starting. And if you can get in relatively early, then, um, you know, you can get a good, um, you know, valuation for that, that, that money can grow and you can, um, you know, reap the benefits of, of that business as well. So I think, um, yeah, th that segment was really awesome for the people that listen, really understand how, how Jen looks at all those different things. And then that way, um, yeah, you basically can protect um, your wealth and ensure that it's always going up over time and, and see the patterns and things like that, which is, is really amazing of, um, of, the way Jen does it there. And, um, and, you know, I think that's, it's testament to, to you, to reaching out. And like you said, being part, you know, with, with JT and, and then having that, that plan and that schedule um, is so important. Um, and, and, and looking at things, it's like um, everyone wants to, to move forward and grow. Right. Um, so it's like, how can we find people that are like-minded that want to do these things? And there's always someone that wants something, right? Whether or not they're the buyer or they're the seller or, you know, or they just need a connection, everything like that. There's always something. So it's more about, okay, how can we add value to each other? And then, um, yeah, you know, um, get into different circles of influences, talk to different people. And um, like you said, you're doing Zooms all day. It's like, that's the way of the world now. And, you know, I, I was saying that um, it's actually opened us up, right, for um, opportunity now, because instead of you just playing in your local area and going to little events, it's like, I have to force myself to get on these things. And you never know, like the people you can meet, you can meet people all over the world. And you just, uh, like JT says, one person, one opportunity away from, you know, really taking your, your life, your business and everything to the next level. So it's um, really amazing times, do you think? I do. And I think the other thing is that we have to remember is that we need to think bigger because I think so many times we get caught up in our own little world 
of things and everyone just says, okay, I have to do this for me and for my family and this and that. And it's like, okay, but what can we do beyond that? Right. And I think that's one of the biggest things too, that JT opened up my eyes to. And to be honest, called me out on it because I was thinking small on some things that we, you know, had going on. And he said, what are you doing? You know, it's pigs get fat or what was it? Hogs get, or no, pigs get slaughtered and hogs get fat. Right. And so that's the thing, like Jen, think bigger, think about the bigger things that you can do. Right. And so, and that's the thing, like I, I, that big picture, bring people in, have people be part of it. Because the thing is, is if we just, you can't do it by yourself, the more people you can have with you, the further you're going to be able to go. And so think bigger picture on that. Don't just think about yourself. Think about the other people, like you said, right. That are in your circle of influence and how you can get to, you know, work with each other, network, have this person meet that person. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've met in the last six months or so. That's like a, you know, a light went off and I was like, Ooh, this person would be really great for, you know, to meet this person. And then let's hook this person up with that person. It's like, that's why I'm sitting on zooms all day because I sit there and I think about, you know, all of these opportunities that we have. And if we don't take advantage of them, then what are we doing? I mean, we all want to be here to make life better for ourselves and for those people that we love and that we, you know, have relationships with. And so if we nurture those relationships, you know, with our networks of people that we have, well, gosh, then we all win. Yeah, so so true. And um, I really love that. And, and I think that that's really like someone like JT and people that are further down the line than us can really open up our eyes to those bigger opportunities. Because like you said, we have those blinkers on and we don't necessarily know it's possible or, um, yeah, know like what, um, what different paths we can go down. And then once you get that clarity, right, clarity is a big one in business, then it's like, oh, wow. And then you can, you know, then you can focus on it. You can manifest, you can attract those things because you're, you know, you've got that in your sight. And that's really, I think, you know, the power of it. Um, and, and I guess, you know, for you, so like how important, you know, has, you know, is coaching and mentoring, you know, for everybody new in, in business and what, what has it helped you to achieve? I, I mean, everything, to be honest, like, yeah, I'm real persistent and I'm a go-getter and yeah, I do all those things. I don't quit whatever it takes. Yes, yes, yes. We can say those things, but to be honest, to have coaches that hold you accountable and call you out and then know that you can do better and push you to do better. And that's priceless. You know, you can't, you can't put a price on coaching and mentoring. I just, I, I think that's the other part, you know, everyone sits there, oh, but I have to pay for it. Well, yeah, you have to pay for it because it takes a lot for somebody to coach somebody. They put their all into it. They're putting their faith in you that, that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And so if you think about it, it's a small price to pay really in the long run for what can be. And that's, again, the piece of people being short-sighted. Well, I don't have the money to do that. Okay, well, what are you going to do when you get the money? Well, I'm going to use that money to, you know, make more money. Well, yeah, but how are you going to do that? Again, I mean, I have friends of mine that are entrepreneurs here too. And it's like, they've been doing the same thing for five or six years. I'm like, why aren't you doing more? Why haven't, I don't get it. And they're like, well, you know, and I said, well, why don't you have a coach? Well, I can't afford one. Well, figure it out. I mean, at that point, you know, like, again, I think, I think, again, we think small, Instead of looking at big picture of things, and yes, I understand it's an investment, but it's an investment into yourself and into investment in what you want to create in your legacy, right? And whatever wealth building strategy you want to use, 
you have to find that person that is successful beyond you, right? JT says success leaves clues, right? Follow those clues. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Find someone who's doing it better than you. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be your business. It can just be, you know, anybody who's good at business, right? And has gotten to where you want to be and then follow what they do. I mean, they're going to more or less create a blueprint for you because they've done it for themselves. And chances are they followed somebody else who did that before them, right? And so if we do that, we, we don't have to, like I said, reinvent the wheel. We just have to do what they say and then emulate what they're doing and then do it. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And keep going and make mistakes and learn from them and move on. And that's really what it comes down to is you have to be persistent and you have to want to do it and change your mindset. I think that is one of the biggest things that people miss out on. And I think that is the biggest thing is the mindset piece, because you know what, your mind's going to play with you every day and tell you you're not good enough and that you can't do it. And it's always going to fight you. And, and one of my other coaches said that it's 80% mindset and 20% mechanics, you know, like we don't, have to know everything. We have to have our mind set in that spot that we're going to be able to do it. And don't get me wrong. I have had days where I feel sorry for myself and I'm upset and I can't get anything done. I have those days too, but you have to get yourself out of that and then move forward and be comfortable being uncomfortable. That's something that I do every day for myself is I always do at least one thing that I'm super uncomfortable with, because if you get comfortable where you're at, you're not going to keep growing. And so having that set in place for you of whatever it is. I mean, it could be making a cold call. It could even be, you know, an email to someone that you don't know or whatever it is, right? Whatever you're afraid of or whatever makes you feel uncomfortable, do at least one of those things a day. Because the thing is, is that it will get easier and easier as you go. And then as JT said too, make your weakness your biggest strength. If we can turn those weaknesses into our strengths, then nobody's going to be able to stop you. And that's the part of it, like, right. You put on that mindset of saying, this is what you're going to do. And goals are, you know, and you hit that goal and goals are meant to be broken. They're just there as a, you know, as a, I don't know, a measuring stick maybe perhaps, but I think, I think we need to break through those because you can always continually do better. Yeah. So many amazing points there. And, and I love the mindset piece that you were talking about. And, um, you know, you do have an amazing mindset, you know, I, I can feel it and I hear it and, and I've, you know, built my mindset up you know, over time as well to really, you know, have that positive and that, um, you know, focus on, on what we need to do and don't listen to us. So, you know, we're all at different stages, right, to whoever's listening. And it's like Jen and I, we didn't just start and have this amazing mindset when we got into business, right? Like everyone's got these stories from our parents and, you know, growing up and all these things, we've all had challenging times, right? Some more than others, but, um, you know, in the end, um, you've just got to become aware initially, right, that these are just like, stories and these are things that just have played into us and it's like okay and this is where coaches um, are really good right because it's hard for us to understand what they are initially you need somebody from the outside to give us you some strategies tools or actually take you through some coaching like mindset type um, you know things to to actually uncover what they are and restrict yourself right because they are the things and sometimes it can be just be one thing one you know limiting belief around something like some people, um, you know, it could be around money, it could be around success, it could be around something else. Like, I remember um, when I was growing up, my, my dad, the amount of times, hundreds of times, right, at least I can remember him saying, money is the root of all evil, right? And like, 
Um, and I remember when I first started my first business, like I was finding it a bit challenging, right, with money. And then I, I listened to a few things. I rescripted that belief and bang. Then the floodgate started coming through because I changed that belief, right? And that's literally like it happened so soon after. Like I knew it was because of that. Um, so that's, that's really the power of our beliefs is they, they determine our world. Um, so, you know, find somebody like I've got an ebook, you know, the six keys to a bulletproof business mindset. And a lot of the stuff that Jen said is in that book, right. To help you to do it yourself. And that will get you so far. Yes. You can do really well, but the coach is really going to take it to that next level to really uncover the things that are deep in us. And it could be one thing. It could be a few. And that really helps you. And then on top of that, you get the strategies and things, um, you know, from the coaches to, to get you there. And from interviewing George Ross and he said, find a coach, that you know he's you know he was you know you know Donald Trump's right hand man before he was president right and and advised him and he said find a coach that you know obviously is, is further down the line than you but is has strengths where your weaknesses are as well right in, in the things that you are not good at and has already done what you have done and that way you can improve those weaknesses but then also understand okay this is the stuff I need to work on and it's um, yeah it's so powerful. Um, when you do that. And, and sometimes at the start, it may be challenging um, with money for certain people, right? Depending on if you've got a job or if you're starting your business, whatever it is. Um, but coaching is really the thing that's going to take you to that next level. So find a way. I think a lot of people make excuses, um, you know, about why they can't do things, right? It's like where there's a rule, there's a way, right? It's like if you, um, if your kid was, you know, um, had, I don't know, somebody um, had your kid away somewhere and they said, you need to find, you need to give me $10,000 tomorrow to get your kid back. You're going to do whatever you can to get that $10,000, right? Whatever, right? And it could be family member, it could be whoever, right? In that situation, that's resourcefulness. So it's like, how can I take that attitude, not to you know use that bad situation, but that's something to really get you going and go, how can I do this? to make the money, right? Is it something simple that I can just sell something or do something there? Do I have to take a little loan out from a family member, from a bank, right? To get that thing, to get the coaching, which is then going to make me more money. There's always a way, right? Stop looking at the problems, start looking at solutions. And that's, you know, what helps us to grow. I think also too, um, and this is something I've learned over the last few years is that your circle starts to change the more successful you are. And even though your circle may be smaller, it's going to be worth more because you don't want people who are going to put you down and not, you know, be proud of the things that you've done. I think we need to celebrate success, you know, for each other. And that's one of the things I feel like is so big when you get people who are like-minded with you that you're going to be able to grow a lot better. I mean, even when, you know, when we go to mega right now, I'm sad that we obviously don't have it live this year, but when you go to mega, I mean, everybody gets so pumped up and feels so good because it's such a supportive environment. And all those people have the same type of success mindset. Right. And then you come home and it's like, you know, I mean, you're, you're thrown back into this like same cycle of life. Right. And you have to keep that feeling alive when you go to these places or masterminds, or, you know, when you're talking to your coach or whatever it is, I mean, that's the place that you have to remember and then work from that place because you're always going to have people in your life that are going to tell you that you can't do it 
or also just have people who encourage you no matter what, even if it's a really bad idea, namely family, right? They're probably, or maybe they don't support you at all. I mean, that's the thing is, is that I, even my friend circle has changed and I'm not sad about it. I mean, I've said goodbye to some friends that weren't doing anything positive for me. And it was just a friend because we've been friends for a long time, but I'm like, what is this people, what is this person feeding me? Right. Are they feeding the side of, you know, the successes that we're seeing, or are they putting me down? Cause I don't want to be around that person anymore because that changes my mindset and I don't like it. And so, like I said, it's been hard decisions to make, but it's benefited. And like the people that I've met over the last few years, it's like, there's no comparison. And all I want to do is be around those people because all they do is, you know, they build you up, but are also realistic, right. And, and the, the, you know, the ventures that you're looking at, and they're going to tell you how it is. And again, I appreciate that because I'd rather hear that than have someone just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's maybe not a good idea. Right. And so having cheerleaders who are objective in what you're doing and having us all support each other, I think is also really imperative to success too, because you can have people that shut you down every single day and that's going to wear on your mindset. I don't care how great you are. You have to turn that off, turn those people off and move away from them and create your own circle of success with people, like I said, that build you up and want to see you do well. Yeah. So, so many amazing points there. Completely agree. And um, yeah, I think, um, you know, they say that you're one fifth of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. And, um, you know, I'm in a similar position as you where, um, you know, we grow up with people and I was fortunate, unfortunate. I see it as fortunate, of course, um, always in situations that I moved from smaller city of Adelaide in South Australia to Sydney through my, my previous company. Right. Um, and big city got out of the comfort zone, um, had to really push forward. And that distanced me from those friends. And, and they are, you know, going to be a lot of them lifelong friends, but I, I didn't, I wasn't around them as much. And that, and it's not that, you know, they were necessarily, um, you know, trying to think, do bad or anything like that. A lot of these people, but um, because they play small, because they're not in the same way of thinking as you, and they may be a little bit negative sometimes, um, you know, whether they know it or not, that affects you. So when you get yourself out of that environment, then you start to see bigger improvements. And like, I have very few friends that I um, catch up with these days in person. A lot of my people that I catch up with more are on Zoom calls now, right? That are in that area. Like it's, yeah. um, that, that's where it is now these days. And, um, you know, obviously it's been challenging to meet people in general because of the pandemic, wherever you are. But e- even so, it's like, where can I find these people at the events like mega? Is it um, um, certain mastermind circles, certain coaching groups, certain other things that you can find these people and yeah, really, really celebrating those wins. Like you said, and um, understanding what's going to be there. Like even with, with my parents, like I, um, you know, I've, I've helped to rescript um, them to an extent to get a little bit more positive and stuff, which has been challenging taken a few years. Um, but um, you know, with, that I still only speak to them once a week, right? On the phone. And I do that on purpose because there are still some negative connotations there. So I still message them every day and things like that. And I tell them, I said, listen, I, I can't have that input on me all the time because I know it will affect me to some extent. Yes, my mindset is amazingly positive and that in general. And one of the key reasons is because of that, right? Because I, I distance myself. And it's, and it's not that, 
you know, some people say I have to fire the people in my life and things like that. That is, if someone's really toxic, yes, you have to do that. But I think naturally we just move away from these people. It's like you just stop calling them. You've got to have the um, confidence in yourself to just not want connection for people just, you know, because you want someone there and because you've always been with them. It's like have the trust in yourself that you know what's better for you and just stop, you know, doing that and just, you know, and eventually, you know, you drift a little bit from these people. And, and yes, you know, there may be certain people you've grown up with that when you do catch up, it'll be good every now and then. And, and you know, it's good to, to reminisce, but it's like, how can we find those other people? And these, these business events and things like that, once you do that, it's just, um, yeah, exponential on, um, you know, where you can go from there. Yeah, there's no going back after that. Because I mean, who wants, who wants to live the way they lived before once you've experienced that? I mean, I sure don't. Definitely. Um, and, you know, and, and I guess, um, you know, with that and, and everything like that, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, um, you know, everything's going to be amazing, right? In business, right? There's always ups and downs and things like that. And um, having coaches, other people to bend stuff off is always there. And I guess, um, you know, we always fail. And, and obviously having coaches, you, you get less failures and things like that. But I, I think failure teaches us a lot, right? As long as we, we bounce back from it. So, so what has been your, you know, biggest business failure and, and how did you overcome it? I think for me, I'm, I am a quick decision maker. Um, sometimes I jump too quick, but for me, I'd rather make the decision and have it be a wrong decision than not make a decision at all. Um, because I, I think that's the worst place to be is in limbo. And one of the things though, for me, especially with us, when we're renovating houses, um, for me, I, I, I kept people in my business too long who weren't doing anything good for us. And I wish that I would have walked away from them sooner. And I think that's something now, and I don't, I don't regret any of those mistakes that I've made, you know, whether it was partners or, you know, you know, construction folks or whatever it is, I always try to see the benefit or, you know, you try to see the best in people, but sometimes it just doesn't make sense. And so I think for me, that was probably one of the biggest things was that I didn't walk away from people that weren't benefiting my business well enough. And like I said, I don't regret it, but I learned some expensive lessons. We'll just say that um, as I move forward. But again, I now know moving forward what I want, exactly what I want and what I don't want, and I won't tolerate it anymore. And so for me, it's really now about getting the right people on our team, setting, you know, expectations. And if you don't hit them, you're fired. Like, I don't care what the excuse is. I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm, it's like setting those expectations, I think are not to sound like, you know, rude about it, but it's like, this is what I want. And if you're going to hurt my business and not promote the things that I'm looking for, then you're not the right pl team player for me. You know, like, I don't want people who are C and D players. Like I want A players, right? Not to be, you know, say like, oh, I need A people all the time. But the thing is, is that in specific, you know, pieces of your business, you have to have the right people. And so that I think, and I, again, I don't see it as a failure. I see it as a learning lesson. And as long as I don't do that again, then I, it's not a failure. If I do it again, well then yeah, it's a failure, right? And then it's on me. But if we can learn from those pieces and mistakes that we make, you know, I mean, I, I, everybody makes mistakes. And I think that 
you know, learning it and moving forward and not doing it again <laughs> is the best thing that you can do. Um, and so, like I said, I would say that's my biggest thing is just maybe not, maybe hoping people, you know, like I said, hoping people are going to turn around and change their tune, but people don't, they're the same people all the time. So we just have to see through the, the BS and, and make better decisions next time. Yeah. I really love that. And, and I think, and that's the biggest thing for everyone to know, right. Is when you're growing and building a business, it's all about the people, whether or not they're your employees, whether they're contractors, whether they're partners in what you do, right. People is what allows you to grow and to scale and things like that. So it's really important that you understand, um, you know, what you want from people, right. And, and knowing that from the start as well, um, so that you can ask the right questions to understand what types of people they are, right? Because you want a certain type of person in a certain type of role in whatever that is, right? Um, and really understanding, you know, what, what are their main drivers? What are their values? What are, you know, what are things like that? And that make sure there's an alignment and that they are, like you said, like an A player, someone that's a go-getter that wants to really do the best for us, for themselves and everything like that so that everybody wins. Um, because otherwise, yeah, you can have a, an area that is going to, um, potentially be a, you know, a stop gap or it's going to, you know, be a, something that stops you from moving forward quickly. Um, and it's, um, there's a, what was the saying? I think it's Richard Branson is like, um, you hire slow, but fire fast. Right. And I think that's really important is don't just hire someone because you think you know them and, you know, you look at a couple of people and like, you just hire them and you think, oh, they're, they're pretty good. I'll, I'll do that. It's like, Sometimes you might need to spend a bit more time. Go with your, your gut, your intuition, right? On is this the right person to partner with, to, to bring into my business, whatever. And then make that call and make sure you do those, you know, you ask those key questions on, on whatever that is. And that will really, um, you know, set us up um, for that, for, for whatever we're doing. And, and sometimes not everyone's going to work out, right? That's business. It's, you know, it doesn't go perfectly. <laughs> Um, but that, that's okay. Personal, right. I mean, it's never personal. It's just, and that's one of the things I think, um, that I had to learn also, and that was hard for me, you know, is that I had to learn that it's not, it's not personal, it's business. And that's what I'm looking at. I like you as a person. I don't like you in my business, you know, and making those distinctions, I think is something that people have to wrap their heads around, you know, um, especially for me, it was hard for me to do that. But then I realized like, this is not only hurting my business, but now it's starting to hurt me personally and ruining my mindset. And so I had to step away and like, look at it more objectively. And again, coaches helped me do that and then say, okay, I need to step away from this person or these people or whatever it is. And then, like you said, move forward and just and because it, it, it just, it, it ruins it. You know, I mean, it ruins you for a while. And I, I hated that it did that to me, but again, I don't regret it, but I just wish I would have done it faster. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and we, we learn from things and everything like that. And, and I think, um, you know, we, we all have, you know, a lot of key things that we've, you know, picked up along the way, right. In our journey. So, you know, what, um, what one key piece of advice would you give to all of the entrepreneurs listening today? I think if you are ready to start your own business and go off on your own, figure out why you want to do it. Number one, that is the biggest. And I feel like it's cliche to say, figure out your why, because everybody says that. 
but you really do have to know why you want to do it because otherwise, why, why are you starting a business and going off on your own? And if you don't necessarily have that like vision and end goal in mind of what you want, well, you're not going to get there. It has to be crystal clear why you want to do what you do and then figure out a way to get there. And I'm, I'm sorry, but like hire a coach, like, I don't care who it is. I mean, you should care, but I mean it in terms of, you know, if there's somebody there that is, is, you know, in that business with you or is more successful than you latch onto them and learn from them, you are going to get there a hundred times faster than if you did this by yourself. Like I said before, I mean, I have multiple friends, you know, who have their own businesses and have been doing this for five or six years and sure they've had some growth, but they've planed out, they've hit their ceiling. They're not going to do any better. And they're still working in their business versus on their business. The goal is to work on your business. Sure, you have to be a cog in that wheel when you first start because that's how it is. But the problem is, is that if you don't get yourself out of that, you're not going to get to where you want to be. Being a business owner does not mean that you're going to be you know, in the, in the manufacturing line, right? You need to pull yourself out of that. But again, that takes time and it takes skill and it takes coaching. And you have to, again, like I said, have that vision set up for yourself. I mean, gosh, how do you think JT is in 50 companies? You think he's in there doing the work that they have to do? No. I mean, he runs and is part of the visionary piece of it, right? And so I think I think for people that want to do that, like I said, to just kind of go over it is figure out that why, fix your mindset, number one, make sure that you're on the right piece of it, and then find a coach to get you there. That's it. I mean, that's that's what has propelled us in the last couple of years that we've been doing this, that I'm further along than a lot of people. And it's because, well, I'm also pretty damn persistent. So there's that. Right. And I don't, I'm not going to quit on stuff, but that's just me. And it doesn't have to be everybody. Right. But you have to keep going because there's going to be roadblocks and there's going to be stumps and there's going to you know be things that throw you back. I mean, I will say there's a time where I was like, what am I doing? I don't want to do this anymore. This is too hard right? But then coaching brought me back and it's like, Jen, you had a bad day or you had a bad week. Like think about it in two weeks from now, is it really going to matter that those things happened or whatever it is, right? We just get so caught up in that moment if something goes badly that we don't look again at the big picture and wonder and go back to that why of why you want to do what you're doing. You know, I, I don't, I don't care what it is. As long as you're not hurting somebody, your why is not going to be a bad thing. And so Yes, that's, I mean, that's where I am with that. I'm so passionate about that because I think when I first started, it was sort of like a, you know, like I said in the beginning, I, I wanted to do this because I didn't want someone else to determine what we were worth. And for me to have that mindset, I had to bring Dan, my, you know, my husband on board with that because he was a W-2 employee, you know, in his entire life. And, you know, got his paycheck every two weeks and it was always coming in. It was like, yeah, yeah, where this is going to be happening. This is, and I was like, no, there's no stability in that because you have someone else still determining when you get your paycheck and when you don't. And so taking him and trying to bring him into that mindset of like, no, we need to do this together. That was a difficult transition. And it was hard for him to see that because he's a lot more structured and like by the book and, you know, very methodical about the way he does things. And I just, you know, like make decisions on a whim. I'm like, well, let's go do this. And then we go do it. And so, I mean, we're a good match for each other, but I think that's the other part too, is that if you have a partner right in your life, they need to be on board with you too, being an entrepreneur, because, um, that also can just kill things. And 
you know, having a partner that doesn't necessarily understand that I think can also be really hard. And so if there is a partner, you know, or a marriage or whatever it is that you have in your life, somebody that's by your side, you need to figure that out too. Um, because for us, like our marriage and relationship has gotten even better and we work together and everyone's like, how do you do that? And I said, well, because we just know how to do it and we work on it every single day. And so I think having that understanding, you know, mindset of the, you know, of the two of you or whatever kind of situation that you're in, having that person on board too. Um, that's kind of obviously like supplemental once you've moved on to that, but having that person support you hundred percent and you support that person hundred percent, I think is also very key on that. Definitely. So many amazing points there, Jen. I, I love that. And um, definitely everybody to, to really note that down and, and get those foundational things right. And and get the people like your partner, um, you know, around you on board. I've, I've done that for myself. And, you know, it, it, I think, you know, it's all about momentum in business, right? And when you've got more than one person, right? Initially, if that's a coach to help you, but if you've got your partner with you and you're both going in that direction, like the, the growth just happens a lot more. You don't have other people holding you back, especially the person that you're very close with that you spend, you know, your life with. Um, pretty important there. So, um, so, so amazing points there, Jen. And, um, you know, we connected through our networks where you constantly add value by bringing a variety of deals to the table, uh, you know, either through properties or businesses and uh, aim for everyone to profit for them. So, you know, I'm very grateful that we connected and I look forward um, to working with you in the future as well. Me too. I appreciate it very much. This was great. Yeah. And, and you know, so I'm sure, yeah, thank you very much for your time today, Jen. I'm sure many people have greatly benefited from your um, wisdom. So how can people find you and get in contact with you? Well, I'm on Facebook, just like a lot of people, um, Jennifer Green. And um, I do um, a, every Wednesday morning, I'm on talking about real estate, talking about, I talk with experts in the field. Um, we go take a look at properties. We do this, you know, every week um, I'm on talking about some different topic related to business or entrepreneurship, real estate. So you can always check that out. That's at 9 a.m. Central every Wednesday. And then also you can reach out to me through email. Um, there's the Jen at PropertyHouseInvestments.com. The house is spelled H-A-U-S. Our business is Property House Partners. You can find us there online. That's just PropertyHousePartners.com. And I mean, DM me, you know, Facebook message me any way you want to get a hold of me. I'm here to help and talk things through. And, you know, like I said, help people reach that point where they need to get. And um, Ethan, obviously you two are a great resource for that too. And I appreciate, I love your show. And so um, I'm very honored to be on it. So thank you for having me. Uh, awesome. So awesome to have you here, Jen. And um, yeah, you're just an amazing person to connect with. So and thank you, everyone, for watching and listening to the show where we talk about everything on business growth. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram as Aiken Cassiotis or visit my website, AikenCassiotis.com. I completely agree with you, or do I? The only way knows if you tune in next time. So until next time, remember that our business grows when we learn skills and take action using them in spite of fear. Have a great day.